Welcome, 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 everybody. I hope everybody's having some fun today, and I hope you all are having a really successful day at eBay or Amazon. Um, and I hope that we're all killing it, whether you're uh, listing some stuff right now, you're sourcing some stuff. Uh, just hopefully we do it with gratitude because I know I'm very grateful to be doing this and I hope you are as well. So today is an episode um, that is kind of kind of branch off from last episode. Last episode, we talked about athletic shoes, the best ones to sell in 2018. And uh, this episode is going to be the best outdoor shoes to sell in 2018. And uh, don't worry, uh, they this uh, is not done with for this year. Um, as the winter kind of gets in full swing, I tend to think that they will do even better once the snow falls because people will stop. They're, they're not going to be wearing sandals anymore. So they're only going to be wearing athletic shoes and um, uh, outdoor shoes. I might touch on the fact that uh, I, I might do an episode on sandals. I'm not 100% sure. Um, just because I want to give you something that you can sell from here on out throughout the entire year. I may do it, may do one next year, uh, right around January timeframe. So you can kind of be on the lookout for those. Um, but let's get into today's topic. But before I do, I want to tell you guys that you should go follow me on Instagram. Um, I do post things several times a day, whether it be funny, informative, um, serious, you know, whatever it is, whatever's on my mind at that moment in time is what I post on my Instagram channel. So please go follow that. It's at rack runners, R A C K underscore runners, R A C K underscore runners. Um, you'll probably learn just as much as you learn on here. So why not double up the knowledge that you can kind of get and fast pace your success. So top five, uh, outdoor shoes or hiking shoes mainly, uh, in 2018 that have served me well so far and that will continue to serve me well during the winter. Um, number one will be Merrill or Morel, however you want to say it. Some people say it, potato, potato, doesn't matter. All, all you got to know is these are a really good pair of uh, hiking shoes. Uh, they make sandals. They make a bunch of different things. So be on the lookout for these. Um, I also will give you two kind of things I look out for when I buy Morels. Um, if it has a select dry tag on it, I usually pick it up um, if they're in good condition, no matter what kind of they are. But if they are select dry um, or if it has a tag on it, I usually pick those up uh, before I pick up any other Merrells. Or if it has continuum um, written on the side of it, those always sell very, very fast for me. I'm talking within a week. They usually sell. Um, shoes do me very well in general, but Merrells or Merrells, however you want to say it, have done very well for me this year. So number two will be Keen, uh, K-E-E-N. These shoes are very consistent. The sandals do very well. They have an H2 sandal. It's a water-ready or water-consistent, uh, or you can wash it, fully waterproof sandal. Those do very well. Um, when it is full season, um, they have definitely died out for me uh, this part in the year, um, and I don't think I'll be selling them very much going forward but I still will be picking them up for next year. Um, and they do make uh, hiking shoes. Their hiking shoes are really, really good. Um, they always, uh, I, I, they might be better than Merrell's. I'm not 100% sure. The selling price isn't better than Merrell's, but I think the craftsmanship is really, really good. Um, one line that I would look out for for um, Keen going forward is a Targi. I'm not too sure on how to pronounce it. 
this T-A-R-G-H-E-E line. Um, this line just came out just a little while ago from Keen, and I have found one pair. I did not sell it. <laughs> They're definitely mine, and uh, thank gosh that they were in my size. So that was really cool. So look out for that line um, of Keen sandals or the H2 or the uh, of the shoe and then the H2 sandals. All right, so the number three uh, pair of shoes I want to talk about is something I've been finding lately. I never used to find it, or maybe I just never used to know about it, but it's called Solomon, uh, Solomon, however you want to say it. All of these are kind of weird names, and uh, they're very hard to say. Usually, they're not from the United States. I know Keen is from the United States, and I'm not too sure about Morel. Um, but I have picked up some vintage Keens that have sold for pretty good money. They were sandals, and I think they sold for 60 bucks, um, and they were made 100% in the United States. But so Solomon are a really good um, thing to pick up. They usually make only they do they make uh, snowboard boots as well. But I usually don't pick those up because snowboard boots just don't do very well. Uh, I've picked them up in the past, and they just don't do very well. So Solomon, look out for the uh, Ultra line. They have an Ultra, I think it's GTX line. Uh, but if it says Ultra on on it, then it usually does sell for uh, pretty good money. Also, they have a good Sense Ride model line. Um, so Sense Ride or Ultra, uh, look out for the Solomon. They usually sell for about fifty to sixty bucks. If you can get the Sense Ride, they're going to sell for a little bit more than that, just because they're a little bit newer of a line. Um, number four is going to be Vibram or Vibram, however you want to say it. Um, they do make shoes, uh, and uh, you look out for the five-finger shoes. They're very minimalistic type of shoes, and people love minimalistic uh, shoes in general. So if you can pick up shoes that look like five-finger or are five-finger shoes, those sell very, very well. I picked up some Merrells that were very minimalistic, and they sold like hotcakes. They sold within, I think, two, three days. Um, I don't know if I priced them too low, but I think I got like 70 bucks out of them. And I was very happy with that. Um, number five will be Sorel. Sorel makes shoes and boots. Mainly what I look out for is the boots. Uh, they make a Kaufman boot. Um, it usually is made out of caribou. I pick up the ones that are made out of caribou first, obviously. Um, I did just pick up a pair this weekend. They were not made out of caribou and they had a really kind of crappy lining or insulated lining in the inside the boot. I don't project them going for very much, but if you can get the Sorel caribou boot, um, those do very, very well. And uh, usually about 60 bucks to get out of those. And uh, I'm assuming in the wintertime, because they are snow boots, I'm assuming that they might go for a lot more money. Um, I wanted to bring in one extra one. I think everybody knows about it. That's why I didn't put it in here. But the North Face, the North, ma- the, the North Face makes shoes. They make really high quality hiking shoes and they do very, very well. Just like anything of the North Face, they, it sells like hotcakes um, and they just do very well. They're very well made. They're very popular. And uh, yeah, just like Patagonia, Patagonia makes hiking shoes as well. Not very often. You probably won't come find them or come buy them in uh, Goodwill. But if you do pick them up, if you find anything Patagonia, really pick it up. Um, the North Face is a little bit less than uh, Patagonia, but Patagonia is amazing. Uh, their their product line is just very quality. 
uh, very good quality and uh, people just love it. Um, it's very in style with like college students, college girls. They love their fleeces and I pick them up all the time as well. That's something I really like to find. All right. So let's talk about the characteristics. What If you don't know these name brands, what should, what should you be looking out for? How do you know if they're going to sell for a lot of money? And uh, before you look them up, you know, why would you not pass by them? All right. So there's a couple things that you should always be looking out for when it comes to uh, shoes in general, but hiking shoes in, in most importantly, or work boots most importantly as well. Um, anything that is, has to be durable, Vibram will put their soul on the bottom if it is a good uh, name brand. They're not just going to put their soul on any type of bottom. Um, I have seen them put it on Rockports before, which those Rockports, I think it was XCR, XCR. They sold pretty well for me. I think they I only got 25 bucks out of them. But if you know any other rock ports, you're not going to get anything out of them. So um, look out for the Vibram sold, usually in yellow. Um, actually, it always is in yellow. And uh, look out for that. They are very good sold to have on a shoe. That is one way you can tell that a shoe is worth some money. Uh, the second way is it will probably have Gore-Tex on it uh, or some sort of waterproof. Um, so waterproof on the outside saying that, or Gore-Tex lining on the inside. Um, usually those are two characteristics that just, uh, right out of the gate. I know that it's going to be worth something. No cheaply made shoe and no cheap shoe is going to have either a vibrant bottom. They're not going to be waterproof and they're not going to be Gore-Tex. Um, if they're trying to be cheap, they're not going to have those. And, uh, usually cheaply made means that they are uh, cheap price of reselling. Um, and number four is just a kind of culmination of all of them. It is just going to be overall quality. The overall quality plays a huge factor. I know when you're selling boots, like cowboy boots, things like that, you can automatically just pick up the shoe and feel the quality of the shoe um, or of the boot, in other words. Um, so if I pick up a cowboy boot and it's not heavy, I automatically put it down. I usually don't even look at the uh, name brand. I just know by the feel at this point, the same thing goes with hiking shoes or shoes in general. The only shoe I can really think of that just is a blaring, uh, uh, name brand off the top of my head that I don't think is made very well will be Hoka Una Uno or Hoka One One. They tend to break down very fast, and uh, but people love them. They, they sell for very um, good money, and uh, people love them. But overall quality is a huge, huge telltale sign if something is going to be worth money at all. And that's like that in shirts. It's like that with whatever you, you want to sell. Um, I sell shirts as well. Um, I've almost passed by Lululemon, but I knew, I knew the feel of the quality, and I looked at it, and it happened to be Lululemon. And I think it sold for like 45 bucks. I'm not too sure, but I know it sold for a little bit of money. Um, so that is four characteristics that you need to be looking out for. And that is five to six shoes you need to be looking out for. Actually, I gave you seven. So if you can't go out and find some shoes, you're just not trying or you're not in the right area. Um, I do want to give you a little tip for sourcing. I want to start doing this. Uh, a little tip for sourcing is look up the most... Um, well, the, the, or not the most wealthiest, that doesn't make sense, but the wealthiest areas near you. Um, for example, I looked up the wealthiest areas in North Carolina. It just so happens I have to be, I happen to be by three out of the uh, top 10 wealthiest areas or wealthiest cities in North Carolina. Actually, I might be on the, uh, there might be four right by me, 
Um, but what I did is I went out to the other ones and I did very well. Um, one of them was an hour and a half away from me. Thankfully, that's where my girlfriend's parents live. And uh, I sourced a lot of good things. I've got a Lily Plitzer brand new with tags um, from Goodwill for 417 I mean, who does that kind of stuff? So look out for um, having a little bit of a, a an advantage with sourcing. If you are from nowhere in a, in a really rural area, don't think that you're going to get a lot of uh, items. You're going to have to travel. But think of think of it like this. My car for an hour and a half trip cost me about $20, $25 in gas. If I find one item, just one, I'm already in the green. You know, So think about it like that. Also, if you want to get any tax advantages, not a tax person. So, but there is some advantages um, from drive for for driving. You get so many um, cents per mile. So that happens to cover everything that I wanted to talk to you guys about in this episode. Um, there will be more episodes coming out. I've been a little bit of a slacking here lately, and um, hopefully, I can get a lot of episodes uh, to you uh, in a short matter of time. On episode 10, I do want to tell you, I have a very, very good Poshmark ambassador coming on. Um, We already recorded the episode, and I'm so, so stoked to bring that to you guys. So keep watching or keep listening, uh, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next time. A lot of cool things to come. See ya.